0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Heavy Wrestling Podcast. We have an absolutely loaded topic that we need to talk about today. Normally, we would talk about a lot of things that went on during the week, but I think there's only really one and a half. You know what? I'll give it a full. There's only two real things that we care about. One is everything going on with the Cody Rhodes slash Bloodline slash The Rock story. And number two, we're going to start here. We're going to start with the Bailey storyline with Damage Control. So, uh, it kind of started on Monday.
1: But, before we jump into this, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Make sure to tune in each and every week on Spotify, Apple Music, and Podbean.
2: Beans. What the fuck? Zach, tight on me right here. Tight on Clayton. Tight on me. Put your mic down a little bit. Title me. No, I was going to say it right here. I'm, I'm, I'm in my Mr. Kennedy flow. T- title me, that's the first time Eddie's pitched our socials at the front of an episode.
1: What do you mean? <laughs> I've done that so
0: many times.
2: No, no, no. For this year. For 2024.
0: Oh, for this year. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So now that we've gone through the socials, so first, before we jump in, because Cody and everything going on there is going to get a majority of the time, but we did want to make sure that we set aside time for the women's rumble winner, Bailey and everything that was going on. So it started on Monday, right? It sounded like she was going to challenge Rhea. And then Nia Jax comes out and just completely crushes Rhea. And Bailey's like, I was, if you were going to let me finish, I was going to say, I'll give you my answer on Friday. (laughs) So that was, I, I really enjoyed that segment. Um, do you guys think that if Nia Jax didn't come out, what we saw on Friday was going to happen on Monday?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Well, if we're if we're looking at the setup of it, maybe that could have been the case. Yeah. But like I feel like the setup for Friday was like perfect in the sense of, okay, they're chirping. So they're talking crap, obviously. Yeah. Bailey hitting with the Japanese. Channeling her inner John Cena.
0: My well kind of. John Cena spoke Chinese, but Yeah, no. But like my jaw dropped when she like fluently just spoke even if it was like She's not really fluent, and she just learned the one sentence really well just to sell the impact of the moment. I was very—I was a big fan of that.
1: I think she did great. Bailey being face. I—I I guess that's just not for me. I've never been a face Bailey person.
0: Well, this will be the first time we've seen this version of Bailey Be Face. Yes, maybe a cool
1: face Bailey would be better. Hugger Bailey. No, I loved Hugger Bailey. How, hugger Bailey was needed in the time yeah. of wrestling that we were in. Having that type of quirky little like just happy bundle of joy or whatever the, the hell. The female you John call it. Cena they called her. Yeah. I-, I thought that was very needed. For NXT especially it was needed.
0: Hundred percent that's an NXT character. Yes, very much so. It lasted on the main roster a lot longer than I thought it was going to.
1: But when you got to the main roster, people boot her. Like Yeah. I I hate the main roster and how it works sometimes, but if people don't like your character, they're gonna let you know.
0: Yeah. What about you, Clayton?
2: Bailey always needs that little bit of edge to her character for it to work for the masses. Yeah. Hugger Hugger Bailey doesn't work on the main roster because it's not really plausible if we're considering you in the upper echelon of contenders for anything.
0: The fact that hugger bailey saw main event titles is honestly astonishing to the work that bailey put in because no one else doing that gimmick would ever have seen main main event Mm. wins
1: is it maybe this is just i've had some bad takes tonight Uh, maybe i'll just throw another one in is it right to say four horsewomen
0: yeah why i feel like
1: it was three horsewomen and bailey
0: uh well, depending on the time, it was three horsewomen and Becky. Up until the man, Becky Lynch did not do anything.
1: I know, but like for how they brought them up, like it was three women, and that's how they portrayed it in the ring. Three ba- women.
2: Here's here's. I can understand that viewpoint, but what I would say in defense of NXT Bailey is she has multiple. Four and a half minimum oh, star to yeah. take over matches, right. yeah her and um, she. and that like from a character perspective for hugger Bailey, yes, she is not she is in the minor leagues comparatively to Charlotte, Sasha and Becky once she became the man, right, but to Randy's point inside of n x t we didn't know who the fuck Becky Lynch was, she was just kind of yeah. there,
1: she had like. I know, Randy. You may not. I'm not questioning your NXT knowledge, but Becky, she was like all Skippy two shoes skipping she down the She had the, the steam, ring. she
0: had the steampunk gimmick with the goggles, and then I loved that. I'm like, okay. I loved it too. But it was it was a, a symptom of the time, and it was not in the main event.
1: No, I like when you go from what she was, which was Irish jigging down to the rain, and then yeah. you go to steampunk. I like the smoke that she came out with too. I thought that was awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, I just, I, for me, I still think even if it's because different times four horsewomen still fits because depending on the year, right? Like Sasha and Charlotte were always on top, but it was either the third was Bailey or the third was Becky, depending on what was going on. But honestly, at this point, all four of them are still very prevalent and still important to women's wrestling in their own way, especially with Mercedes being out and about outside of WWE and I, as much as I dislike because I'll never say hate I don't hate Charlotte I might have said hate before someone's hate gonna Charlotte. clip it and tell me that I said I hated Charlotte you but hate Charlotte the thing about Charlotte is that she is good it's just that her numbers are gonna reflect way better than she was because people are gonna only get to look at quantity and not quality that the quality of her title reigns she has one Good title reign and like, four or five under three weeks. It's crazy. Like, her title reigns are useless. Then
1: who is the best of those four?
0: Define best. I was going to say, in terms of what? Who,
1: let's say... Statistically,
0: it is Charlotte, but that's not
1: fair. Put best wrestler. Best overall, like, from start to finish, puts on the best match.
2: Sasha. Sasha Banks. It's not really close either. With Charlotte as, like, second.
0: The thing... uh, Honestly, here's the deal. If I were to really break it down, in my opinion, Sasha slash Mercedes Monet was the absolute best wrestler. Becky, as it comes out after the man, is like the best character. Right. And then Bailey was the most polarizing. She was both the most cheered and the most hated, depending on which character she was doing. Right. And then Charlotte just... I don't know the the legend of it all like she was the best of the person who was gonna break out and get title wins or something like all of them kind of have their own lanes that they're the best at so it really depends on what you're asking in terms of which one is the best I would say overall my favorite is Becky but I don't know that she's the best she did win that main event at WrestleMania so that's something
1: I think they had more faith in Becky to do anything. I mm. think at, at for the mm. times that they were, I think they took whatever they could possibly get and gave her the biggest. This is yours. We fully trust you with this. We fully trust you to put on the best main event possible, which was it the best main event possible?
0: Well, it, it ruined could, it. Proper yeah. context
2: yeah, is important as it pertains to Becky because a lot of your overarching, yours, Randy, yeah. I realize for our audience, you can't see that I'm pointing at Randy necessarily. Yeah. A lot of Randy's overarching issues with Charlotte is that name brand that gets Charlotte her opportunities. That,
0: yeah, that's how I would put it. The best brand.
2: Becky, at the time of the man transfer transformation as a character, was now then attached to Seth Rollins, who was... Yeah. On any given year, at worst, the third best male wrestler on the roster. So yeah. Becky was going to get opportunities so long as she didn't squander or otherwise ruin said opportunities. When you take somebody like a Sasha or a Bailey, they have to keep consistently proving it night in, night out. Like, I don't think, using what you said, Eddie, that they look at. A Ronda Rousey, a Charlotte Flair, and a Becky Lynch. WrestleMania main event unifying the women's belt as Becky, we trust you. It's more, this isn't Charlotte's moment. Ronda's not committed enough, so here, I guess.
0: It was a a timing thing because no one else made sense in that moment than Becky, but anyone could have been in that moment.
1: Yes. They lost all faith in Sasha at that point. I'm I'm pretty sure they're like, we're kind of done.
2: They, I would say it's more accurate to say they segmented Sasha at that point. Like, you're good. You're not big kids table good. And that's where Ronda, because of non-wrestling reasons, Charlotte, for wrestling reasons, Becky, for wrestling and non-wrestling reasons, get to be.
1: Yeah. I like the Bailey and Sasha because they, while they, it feels like they've gotten pushed down the card multiple times in their career. They've always backed it up and being like, we're going to freaking leave because we're going to go anywhere else, where, because they'll all push us.
0: Well, so to kind of bring it back to originally what we were what we were talking about, does Bailey and EO have the potential to steal the show?
1: Yes, I do think so.
0: What do you think, Clayton? No. Even I'd... for their respective night?
2: Even for their respective night, no. Um... The reason for that, no, is that the the vacuum that's left over by the just overwhelming amount of negative press, negative fan sentiments over this past week would just naturally elevate the Bailey and EO slash damage control feud because we like that and they haven't done anything wrong necessarily with that. But let me let me ask what you asked me but in a different way would eo bailey as we have it right now yeah would that matter more than say gunther brock at wrestlemania if that was going to happen
0: it's not it's not necessarily that I don't think it wouldn't matter more or not it's just that i think that the potential for that match is higher than people are willing to give it. I think EO versus Bailey has the potential to be a five-star match the same way that Gunther and Brock do, except people are more willing and able to just accept at face value that that's going to be a five-star match. Or would have been, I guess I should say.
2: I'll accept the potential, yeah. but my gut says they can't work a better match than Rhea and Charlotte did last year
0: maybe not depending on well it depends on what the damage control aspect comes in at cuz the f- the first thing you got to notice about this segment that happened on Friday when damage control turned on Bailey is that Dakota Kai was not there that's the first thing you got to notice is that Dakota Kai was nowhere near this so was Dakota involved with the Kabuki Warriors and EO Sky aspect of it or is she going to stay loyal to Bailey we're going to see that over the next couple weeks I'm sure
1: i thought she got hit on Friday.
2: No, Dakota wasn't there at all. Dakota wasn't
0: oh, there at all. Okay. She wasn't in the ring. She was nowhere to be seen. It was only the four of them. I thought I saw So about. I think that WrestleMania, that match even has a storytelling potential aspect around the Kabuki Warriors being in E.O.'s corner and Dakota being in Bailey's corner. And does Dakota stay loyal to Bailey, help her win? Does she turn on Bailey and stay in Damage Control. Does Damage Control even continue to use that name or is that faction dead? Like, there's there's a lot more depth to this story than people are going to start looking at, but over the next couple weeks, they will probably start to see that.
1: It, well, I I do think Damage Control is probably Toast, the name. Yeah. I I think it'd be good to rebrand at that point got probably a new leader whoever it may be probably yo from what it sounds like or what it seems like
0: if it's not the champion that would be weird that would well be i don't weird. know they're all champions so i guess that doesn't really matter
1: uh but going into it i feel like for me yo shirai does no wrong i i always say yo shirai yo sky does no wrong
0: yeah
1: i think yo puts on the best matches that i have seen from a female wrestler mhm i think they're great is Bailey the proper opponent for her? That's where it's like, okay, I, I don't think so. Doesn't mean I don't think they can prove me wrong. I think this is the year of, like, let's see what people can really do. I us see new, fresh matchups. Yeah, I think there's a lot more opportunity now since uh, changes have been made on the back end. And I feel like we're going to get a lot more I I think we're going to see a lot more people showcase the way they want to be showcased rather than how the powers that be want them to. So I feel like that'll give them the opportunity to have a better match.
0: Well, at this point, I think we need to pivot a little bit and get to the crux of the matter and everything that's going on. So Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes comes out of Raw. Seth says, you should face me instead of Roman. Which is crazy. I, I... At its face value, when I was watching that, I said, that's interesting. I said, it's interesting that they're going to put a twist on this, but everyone knows ultimately on SmackDown, Cody's going to come out, challenge Roman. We're going to get Cody Roman too. And the hardest thing I'll have to think about is whether or not they're going to have Cody go over or have Roman beat Hogan's record. And then SmackDown happened. And Cody... Steps aside and gives his WrestleMania main event with Roman Reigns to none other than The Rock, and now the entire internet wrestling community is up in arms. The hashtag We Want Cody is going wild. Gave like gave him the main event,
1: or
2: I was going to say let's let's put some proper context on this. I mean, you c- go ahead. So the same week, in between. Like actually literally Tuesday, the day after raw on ESPN on first take in the morning, I watch a lot of sports debate shows. Yeah. Um, the rock came out and said that he was being added to the TKO board of directors. Yep. That was my, that's interesting moment. Yeah. Because that makes Friday just same old WWE. Yeah. Um, for some additional context regarding the rock and his place in creative p w insider reported this week that a gentleman by the name of Brian Gerwitz, who has was in w w e creative from like two thousand six to two thousand twelve yeah. um is essentially dwayne's Paul Heyman. Yeah. In the creative room. Um, specifically, the quote was, Brian Gerwin will be in the mix as the voice representing The Rock in WWE's creative process going forward. There are some who believe Gerwitz will be around physically, at least for major shows going forward. Could even be, could there could even be, they worded that weird, there could even be a plan B if Endeavor ever needs to pivot from WWE's direction and go with the Dwayne Johnson-backed creative team down the line. They then compounded that report, essentially saying that it is believed internally with WWE that Triple H would lose a power struggle to The Rock.
0: That's what I was going to... That's the thing that I read that I was going to say was that a lot of people are saying that if an argue if an argument over creative happens between Triple H and The Rock, that ultimately the Rock's side would win now, and I don't know how to feel about that because the 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 two biggest hashtags or sayings or whatever that I've been seeing is one hashtag we want Cody, and two everyone if you go to the Rock's Instagram and just look at any post and look at the most recent comments, a lot of them are just calling him Hulk Hogan two point oh. The
2: fan. Thing in me hates it 100% yeah. hates it however the rock essentially um quote tweeted the uh, a clip of that entire 13 14 minute segment between Cody Roman and then Rock Roman from SmackDown and what he quote tweeted was a clip of it that was directly advertising NXT Vengeance Day that's coming up, and yep. 8 million people looked at it. That That's it's rock not- impact. No matter how you look at it, it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. That is a numbers thing. 8 million people looked at a clip, and you could say reasonably, if even just 2% of that 8 million number were new people who are now tuning in to NXT Vengeance now,
0: yeah, it's that. Draw that's power. That, That's his value. It's draw power for sure.
2: That that's his value, and that's a that's something Cody cannot overcome within the confines of WWE. He will lose to Dwayne in any metric you want to look at, outside of recent merch because they yeah. just gave Dwayne some more new merch.
0: Yeah,
1: I just think it's so crazy that one. Like, from the perspective of, hey, he's back. He's going to need to fight Roman. I agree. He needs to fight Roman. That's the one guy it would make the most sense for him to wrestle. Having that be at WrestleMania, where I'm like, I admit, it only makes sense to be at WrestleMania, but then I thought, okay, in Perth, you guys kind of convinced me with the Elimination Chamber. It also makes sense. Like, it's going to be a giant crowd. Give it to him. But, like, now seeing it, it's like, Cody wins the Rumble. That's the one thing that, like, puts so much... Like, it's like, okay, what are we doing here? If
0: they were going to go this direction, Cody should have not won the Rumble.
1: No. And, like, would Cody have lost and Punk have been injured? Like, that's how it probably would have ended. Is, like, Punk would be injured. Okay, now it's up for anyone. That would have made more sense. The the Rock is like, I'm
2: taking it. Um, Meltzer and Alvarez also reported this past week that literally CM Punk getting hurt is what changed everything. I was just say the two
0: it was it was Punk getting hurt and the loss of Brock shifted everything.
2: Yeah. So, so now Brock's being looked at as the savior of the WrestleMania card losing those two big pieces. But can I interest either of you gentlemen in a trip down conspiracy theory lane? Let's hear it. I have a couple conspiracy theories
0: too, so let's hear yours.
2: This past week, since Trinity and Sasha walked out, hands down, the second... No, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase this. The past week has been the most negative press outside of those two walking out or when Vince came back after getting forced out. Like, they have not had a worse press week in the past five years. Yeah. You bring a rock back, take all eyes off of the Vince thing because it's ongoing. It's going to be ongoing for a We're while. We're going to have to hear about that for the and least it's two actually years. getting worse.
0: We're going to have to hear about that for at least two years now.
2: Um, what better way to get the general wrestling community to care about something other than Vince McMahon? than to not only bring The Rock back, take away something that the majority of people want, and then just let it roll for the next two months. Because the only thing that's actually been announced for WrestleMania pending this coming Thursday's press conference for WrestleMania, the only match announced for the card is EO versus Bayley. And you could even announce Roman, Rock, and Thursday.
0: Yeah.
2: You could also still have Cody and Roman pull double duty on Mania.
0: You could. Here the thing is, the so the the conspiracy theory that I have mm-hmm. is there is going to be enough time between now and Mania that the fans will actually be heard and WWE is going to have to pivot their plans again. And this is what's going to happen. Sometime between now and WrestleMania, this is what's going to happen. There is going to be a contract signing. It is going to take place between Rock and Roman. Something happens with Paul Heyman before that. Paul Heyman somehow for at least one week, the week of the contract signing, if we want to stay in storyline. Paul Heyman is not involved with this. So one could say that Paul Heyman did not see this contract. Roman signs it blindly. And Rock kind of laughs at him after they both signed the contract, closes it, he's holding that contract. You didn't read this contract, and I know you didn't because you just signed it, and then Cody's music hits, and Rock is the special guest referee for this match.
2: No. And if, then, if, that, no. if
0: that happens, then I think Cody loses. If I, th- I have that I happen. think I think that could happen, but the idea is that Cody wants Rock to be the 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 uh special guest referee to try to ensure the fairest version of this match due to all the outside interference that happened last year and the ref getting knocked out. He doesn't think the Rock's going to get knocked out. That's just my like working conspiracy theory around if they have to pivot plans and put Cody back in this match, that's how they do it that's
1: that's where I think the rock goes to the bloodline and turns like with it, you on could Cody. do that too. I think that's, that's way
0: worse, but you could do that.
1: I think that if that were to go down that route, I think that would happen. I just for me and maybe maybe it's wrestling just the way trajectory needs to go that title. If it is going to be taken off of Roman and the entire wrestling community understands that it needs to be this way, it should be Cody.
0: It 100% should be Cody taking that belt off of him. If all of this leads to Cody taking the belt off of Roman at SummerSlam or Survivor Series, like, after he beats Hogan's record, then whatever. Like, at this this point, let's just live through that timeline and let's get it over with. But, like... Everything that's going to happen between now and Mania is going to be up for debate and up for question until it happens.
2: I think what's not up for debate is that Roman and The Rock will wrestle at WrestleMania.
0: I think, that, yeah. I think
2: that's that, set in stone at, that, this point. at Whether you want to say that's night one yeah. and some other stuff happens night two, but they, they will have a match because well, The Rock won't accept anywhere other than WrestleMania.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, and the other thing, too, is... Uh, so the two, so speaking to the report you talked about earlier, where the rock is now on TKO and has his ear in creative, the reports came out, the rock was the biggest one pushing for this match to happen. More reports came out that he's pushing to win the match that like, Oh my God, dude. Like I'm just, I don't know if that's still the case, but it was reported at some point that he was trying to win that match.
2: I think it's misdirection. I think more so than any other point in time in the history of WWE, they will use sub subterfuge and galvanize or weaponize the IWC. Yeah, towards whatever Which they've they, done before. With, towards whatever they want to do. Um, Cody, I'm in the same camp as you, Randy if Cody's going to take the belt off of Roman, it needs to be at Mania. Yeah. Not just- SummerSlam, not this side pipe dream where uh, PW Insider also reported that in, in the immediate aftermath of Cody winning the Rumble, there were some inside of WWE talking about, well, let's have Cody win the World Heavyweight Championship. Then he can finish his story with Roman, each having a belt at SummerSlam, which makes no conceivable sense because you just split the titles it's
0: so that's so dumb and i hope that doesn't happen here here's what we need to determine so there's two camps right now there's two people there's two types of people that are having arguments with each other and at each other in terms of how the story needs to be booked because while there is a vast Amount. I'm not. Don't, I don't, I'm not even sure I want to use the word majority. While there is a vast amount of people that hate what's going on with the rock, there is a large camp of people as well that not only are not surprised this happened, but thinks that it should have happened and is hap- happy that it's happening. You have Camp One, which is long term storytelling. Cody Rhodes finish his story. It's two years in the making. Let it roll. Then there's the entire Bloodline story was always going to culminate in Rock versus Roman. If you want to talk about long-term storytelling, that's four years in the making. This is what makes more sense. So which, I want to know your guys' opinion. Which story is more important or takes precedent right now? The Cody Rhodes story or the Bloodline story? because i hear the arguments from both sides and they both do kind of make sense. Now, how WWE went about it, i think that's where the problem is, but i do think that both of these storylines are important and need to see their their like their time played out. But what do you guys think? Are you do you think Cody should have been finishing the story or do you think Rock versus Roman makes more sense right now?
2: When Cody finishes his story, All of the storyline equity that has been built up is complete. It's not transferable to anything. There's no carryover into anything outside of having a repeat match with Roman. But then why would you even do that if you didn't do it the first time? Right. I got me got fucking goosebumps when they did the face off on SmackDown in the immediate aftermath of Jay and Cody winning the tag team belts and they're on SmackDown. And then Cody and Roman are face to face for the first time since raw after mania.
0: I, and I loved it. It was, it was amazing.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Down to the last minute detail. That being said, to answer your question more in depth. Yes, I did it on purpose. Um, The bloodline story does not stop when Roman beats rock. That is just an unequivocal fact. Yeah. They're just really booked. They're booked into a corner. Because if you take everybody who is near the either world title picture, Roman, Cody, rock, Seth, Damian.
0: Who has been a non-factor up until this point?
2: Two of these three people are going to come out of this looking... Two of these five people are going to come out of this looking stupid. And if you... If, hypothetically speaking, Rock just doesn't stick around, if he just does the part-timer thing and fucks off to Neverland, then two out of those four people left over are going to come out of this looking stupid. Because... And you know...
0: You know one of them's Damien.
2: Not necessarily. Hear me out okay. before we get Eddie's answer on your question. You actually can't put Cody with Roman now because Seth doesn't have anything. There is, unless you're doing Seth Gunther, which, ew. Ew, while Gunther still has the IC title.
0: It's happened before.
2: It, ew. Ew. Ew, to go, f- and this is nothing yeah. against Seth or Gunther's capabilities in the ring, because as you both know, I love them as wrestlers in the ring. Yeah. Even if I'm a little tired with Seth. To go from Seth Punk to Seth Gunther, ew.
0: Well, there might be a balancing play, though, because what was, well, no, never mind. Gunther was going to go Gunther Brock. Yeah. So, so I think they both kind of go down. You might ew. right?
2: So... Seth needs a dance partner, so they pick Cody, but it's a wonderful situation where Cody can't lose, Seth can't lose.
0: Yeah, Seth can't go 0-4 against Cody. Seth
2: cannot go 0-4 against Cody and be the second guy. And also on Seth, can we talk about the absolute barbecuing Roman gave him? Like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, that was wild, dude. (laughs) Oh my
2: god. I work less than you. I make 10 times more than you. The, the, the you have the losers division belt. Yeah, dude, he he was like our chant. our
0: our workhorses supposed to walk like this and just limped across the ring. Like, "Oh, <laughs> wow. wow."
2: And probably the worst thing of all, which this is a testament to Roman increasing just his capabilities as a wrestler, my little brother Seth Rollins. Yeah. That's right. No pop. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, that yeah. was
0: crazy. Crazy. It
2: <laughs> sounded like a wild horse. dude." Anyway, Seth can't lose. He can't go in for against Cody. Cody can't take a loss right now either. You 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 he run can't... the risk of doing essentially where LA Knight is right now, where he's stagnant, or even Sami Zayn, where they're just stagnant. They need to yeah. lose, but they can't take more the, losses. Yeah,
0: they have main event rubs without being in the main event.
2: So you're only out for the world heavyweight title is Damian does heist of the century two
0: during the match. Yes, who eats the
2: pin? Seth has to eat the pin. Seth has to eat the pin because then you can do Seth Damian in the aftermath.
0: Yeah, and just kind of kick Cody and Cody. Again.
2: Cody just goes back to goes back to SmackDown. Just whatever. Okay. Um. But yeah, I just. So,
0: ultimately, my my original question, which storyline is more important?
2: Bloodline. Bloodline storyline. Bloodline. It's not even, like, close.
0: Okay. What about you,
1: Eddie? This is... Cody's one of the first wrestlers where I've opened... Well, I won't say one of the first, but the first wrestler to get the keys to the kingdom and be like, you are going to be the biggest... Like, essentially saying, you're going to be the biggest wrestler... That we have ever seen. And you are going to beat the biggest wrestler. That we have ever seen. In terms of this guy can't freaking lose. Which that being Roman Reigns of course. I think that you've only seen a couple of wrestlers like that in history. Ric Flair being one of them. He had the best stock in 92. Or in 91. Went to the WWE. Won the world title. Immediately. Yeah. Did he keep it going into Mania? No. Should he have? And was it supposed to be one of the greatest matches of all time with him and Hogan? At the time yeah. Yeah, looking at it now, like, look at that. Yeah. But for its time, it was supposed to be one of the greatest matches anyone has ever seen. Fast forward womp, womp. To 30 years. You have Cody, a guy who rebuilt himself, comes back to WWE, had one of the most over people of all time as his father, and basically saying, I'm going to do what my father never had the opportunity to do. And that's when the WWE title... You swerve us first time around at Mania. No one expected it. No one expected Cody to lose. Everyone thought he was going to
0: win that match. 100%.
2: Now <laughs> you have Jey Uso. Shut up, Clayton. <laughs> I was the only one of our panel who called him losing. Yeah. Continue. Cody. We
0: know.
1: Cody couldn't beat him. Jay could beat him. Uh, no, not Jay. I'm not even going to say Jay could beat him. Jimmy and Jay together beat him. Yeah. You can't even... I, I personally don't count a tag win as a win. Like, you did not beat Roman on his own. You that's didn't, you didn't take his
0: title from him. No. Because that's really what it is, is taking the title from him.
1: In my opinion, the first person who has to pin Roman is Cody. For me, and what I think would enhance wrestling more, is having... It's tough, actually. It is really tough. Uh... I think it would have to be a two-night situation. If he loses that title at fucking SummerSlam, that's the biggest load of bullshit ever.
0: So I will say that. What one of the things that Clayton kind of alluded to that I was saying, that I've been saying all along, Cody needs to win the belt at WrestleMania. Yes. More importantly than that, Roman has to lose the belt at WrestleMania. Yes. If absolutely. it's not Cody, then the most important thing is whoever it is does it at WrestleMania. It just there's no other event that it makes sense anymore.
1: It doesn't make sense to have like the rock should beat Roman at one point. I'm not saying that
0: he should have. He should beat him at Perth to be head of the table. Mm.
1: Yeah, you can give him that. I do not freaking care. Cody needs to be the one to pin Roman at WrestleMania. That made the most sense to me. And that is the most important storyline, in my opinion, is having Cody finish his story. Does that mean the Bloodline story is not almost as equal to? Not even, like, they are very frickin' close. But that Head of the Table stuff, once Roman loses the Head of the Table, his career is basically going to start declining more and more. It doesn't mean he's going to finish up wrestling. It just means, like, hey, he's been waiting for a... <laughs> like, he hasn't gotten breaks already. He, he's he been waiting for a actual break to where he can leave wrestling.
0: Just yeah
1: and just like focus on something else, and does he need it? no, I don't maybe he does who knows maybe him
2: if, if I may pause it yeah I think if Roman reigns really wanted to leave wrestling, there was no better opportunity than last year's wrestlemania 100%. yep 100%. you could have put a bow on it, you could take a year off from wrestling go or more go do whatever you wanted to because it would have been perfect, perfect little handoff
1: you made this man hand Brody Lee his no. belt or Brody Lee Jr., his belt. And you still made the motherfucker lose. Like, yeah. how fucking crazy do you have to... Like, in every single situation...
0: It's wild.
1: And besides, out of the 99 out of 100 situations, you had the only one out of 100 situations where he Here, actually...
0: And here's the thing, too. If, if Roman really wanted that time off, it would have been such... A, imagine this story. Cody finishes the story... Right? And he wins the belt and he still has it come Rumble. Roman, we have not seen him since he lost to WrestleMania. Number thirty in the Rumble, here comes Roman Reigns. He wins the Rumble. Cody Roman too. But this time Roman is the challenger after taking almost a year off. And now we have the entire now we have the entire question mark, two to three months leading up to WrestleMania. Did Cody actually finish his story? We have the entire They would call it the sequel. They would call it his book part two. It's one thing to win it. Can he defend it? Like, that's the whole thing. Like, that would have been an amazing story.
1: The one thing I will say, if they do this bullshit where he beats Seth and he's like, story completed, or you start hearing some crap about that. That'll be dumb. That'd be the stupidest thing ever. Trips, take notes. Take notes. Yeah, because we
0: know you're watching Hunter.
1: If you want to have the most perfect story imaginable... It doesn't have to be at this WrestleMania if you want him to beat Hogan streak. Personally, hey, the way you guys are moving, he can beat Hogan streak. Whatever. I'm not completely tired of Roman yet to the point where I'm like, get this guy. Like, get this
2: title off of him.
1: I could see another year if it means Cody will win that damn title at WrestleMania.
2: Separate, and I know this is going to be hard. Separate Cody from Roman. in terms of their trajectories, in terms of their paths with where they are at in WWE right now. You could realistically have Roman do this for another two to three years. You could. Before we get into, like, really bad... Like, the whatever, you know, Xbox heat, the step right below that.
0: Yeah. Well, it's because, like, especially if they keep jerking around specifically Cody with this. Cause like if someone else won the rumble or if Damien decides to cash in on Roman and lose, and they just do these little mini swerves to keep it alive for the next little while. Like, yeah, you could get two or three more years of this. I just don't think we need that at this point. No, not because you, at some point you will to the detriment of others, stop building up stock in others. And you'll have to have like, Kazuchika Okada come in from Japan and beat Roman like no one on the WWE roster does it so you literally have to have someone from New Japan or AEW or Impact come do it because no one in WWE can do it
2: who can who in WWE could do it genuinely like if you went to we gave somebody the last three years of WWE history as it pertains to Roman Reigns outside of Cody who who could really have an honest claim to being able to do it because I would argue that we're at that point right now.
0: The only person I don't think has lost one-on-one yet, and I can get fact-checked on this, is Randy Orton. So he's still on the table as an option. You're a 14-time champion. You get that grace. Do I think it's likely? No. Randy Orton doesn't need to be the person, but he's on the list. The list that you're asking about, Orton is on that list. If he hasn't already lost one-on-one, which I don't think he has, fact check me. Um, Jay lost, Jimmy lost, Sammy lost, Kevin lost. Um, they legend as far as legends go um, like edge and Daniel Bryan lost at the same time getting stacked up Goldberg Brock you'd have to undertaker lost to Roman at WrestleMania just not during this title reign like you stone cold could come back and people would believe it for whatever reason but like because he's stone cold so like Randy Orton and Stone Cold Steve Austin right now is that list. And The Rocks, since he hasn't lost yet. Those three people are the like feasible list of people that are believable to beat Roman right now. And two of those people I picked, I had to pull from Legends because they weren't on the roster currently.
1: If they try to do some stupid schoolyard bullshit and actually have Damien Priest beat Roman with that stupid briefcase... <laughs> Dude, this
0: title ring is too important to lose to a But occasion. what if they, they've they swerved us once?
1: They've swerved us once with some bullshit. Why wouldn't they do it again?
2: Because you, Judgment Day in its entirety, they are only good as a group. And if Damien goes over Roman, he has to be his own person. Right. Like Roman's belt, the belt, the big gold belt that actually looks good <laughs> cannot be tied up in whatever their little shenanigans is on a week-to-week basis that Judgment Day is involved in.
0: Yeah, there there will be a degree of separation if Damian wins that belt. But, Eddie, just to put a bow on it, your ultimate answer, which storyline is more important, finishing the story or the bloodline?
1: The only person who could beat Roman Reigns not just in the WWE but in wrestling in general, right now, is Cody Rhodes. Therefore I say Cody.
0: Finish of the story is more important. Yes. Okay. I the only thing I'll say about your answer is I do think Jey Uso is on that list still. I can't put it. Like if Jey Uso did beat Roman for the belt, I would not be upset with it.
1: I think the fact that he moved shows it's like they he just they're kind of over So it. did Cody. So did Cody, but it's like with Cody, they did it. But, like, he basically said once he got to Raw, my story isn't finished. He addressed yeah. it. Jay did not address anything.
0: Yeah, well, the thing, the the reason why Jay doesn't necessarily have to address it is because he's family. There's, there's never a time where it doesn't make sense to pull him back at any given moment because he's family.
1: It'd, it'd be Jimmy and Jay at Mania this year. I think that's... Almost set, in, yeah, from, that's, yeah. That's, that's happening
0: almost, based that's off happening. the rumble, yeah. One and two, that's happening.
2: Um, Jay also has something Cody doesn't have
1: uh, a pin over Roman, the yeah, the direct person pinning
2: Roman, yeah. right?
0: The person pinning Roman Reigns, like it's I again, I, I would rather it be Cody. I am not upset if it's Jay
2: like that. That 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 pinfall even in a tag match is Jay's. That Jay's that's Jay's currency back into facing Roman again at any if they given choose, time, and it works. It works immediately.
0: It'll never not make sense.
2: I I'm in fear
1: that Cody may suffer from Dreamer Syndrome, Tommy Dreamer Syndrome, where they give him the win off some pity or some crap. I could see that happen. That's what they did, Tommy Dreamer and Raven. Yeah. They basically gave it to him because, hey, Raven wants to be out the door. Roman almost wants to be out the door. He wins it. Somehow, Cody loses it immediately.
0: You think Cody. That would be the worst for Cody. And his story is if he's a transitional champion like Dean Ambrose.
1: Like Dean Ambrose,
2: sure. Dean
0: Ambrose was a transitional champion.
1: Look, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. But.
2: All right, Dean Ambrose never recovered. If we're being truly honest, no, he Dean did. Ambrose. Let me finish. Dean Ambrose never recovered from being physically squashed by Brock Lesnar.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ugh. All right. Well, any other any other thoughts or topics on this or discussion on this topic before we jump out of here, gentlemen?
1: Uh,
2: just don't. I'm 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 making the prediction now because it it, it just it just feels so good in my tum tum. Cody and Roman will be working night one and night two of WrestleMania and night two of WrestleMania will be Cody versus Roman.
0: That'd be nice for the belt. Yes. What happens to the rock?
2: Rock's going to lose. Does rock? I'm not not listening. Rock
0: lose night One loses night one.
2: Whenever rock faces Roman rocks losing. I I don't think we're having a a legitimate serious conversation. If anybody is saying that the rock's going to beat Roman when they face we're, we're we're not having a serious conversation. Yeah, all right, fair with enough. the same rock that was gassed after one pine buster to yender, yender.
0: <laughs> all right, Eddie. Any final thoughts before we jump out of here? Just don't piss me
1: off. Just don't piss me off. This mania, like it's uh, it's looking good to be a good card. There are plenty of matches that still need to fill in. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like champions wise, pretty pretty self explanatory on what could and couldn't happen. Mm-hmm. With most of the championships, filling in the blanks for what else needs to be there—that's the big question. Yeah. So, hoping to see more along the lines.
2: One more before you go, Randy. Yeah. Um, pour one out this evening for the importance of the elimination chamber. No, not
0: no, 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 no. What he said.
2: Because if this is a year where we get a chamber match for a Fucking mid card title, just throw the whole thing away. (laughs) Throw the whole match away. There's been. Yes, there has been. That's my point. And Riddle has won one of them. Because that chamber match, the men's chamber match, means nothing. It means nothing. Well, because
0: I think the thing is, the women's chamber match is probably going to be whoever wins faces Rhea Mania, right? Yeah. Number number one one contenders. contenders,
1: Chambers is not bad. Mid card Chambers. That the significance of the Elimination Chamber was never to be a mid-card. like th- You're yeah. just ruining the significance of it, in my opinion.
2: Those are those are well, t- one, either side of the same coin to me. Number one Contenders Chamber or Mid-Card Title Chamber. Well,
0: we will spend a lot of time on that and other subjects next week. But uh, as far as this week goes, make sure you let us know in the comments what you think about Bayley and EO. And let us know in the comments which storyline is more important to you do you want to see Cody Rhodes finish the story or do you think the bloodline storyline taking precedent is the uh, right decision?
2: Also, at what point do we stop calling it the bloodline storyline? And it's just the Roman Reigns storyline because I need to know what the bloodline has done in the last six months.
1: Just, he's just been on God mode. He's yeah. on God mode. Dude, no, dude, no, 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 no.
2: You're talking about Roman.
1: Yep, that's all I'm talking about. That's yeah. um, what has
2: the bloodline done in the last six months? Well,
0: if if Jay and Sammy get back involved, then it'll com- continue to be the Bloodline storyline. But if they don't, then maybe they'll stop calling I'm convinced Soho but... can't even talk. I'm, I'm at that <laughs> point.
2: Oh, you're, you're, you're on team short stack great Colleen right now?
0: Get out of here. All right, I'm taking this out of here. <laughs> he could be so good. Oh. He's been Clayton. He's been Eddie. I've I been have. Randy. Let us know in the comments what you guys think, and uh, we will see you soon.